up the microphone, Brian. What's up? All right. So the hot waitress at Hell's Basement tied your shoelaces? <laughs> Yeah. Because no. she saw you huffing and puffing your tiny little shoes, your tiny little skater boy shoes. Like I ascended that fucking Mount Olympus all the way up here. It's not Mount Olympus. It's just four. four, four it's four stories. Four story. Ugh. Walk up. I get to about the third story and I'm like, really? <laughs> Is this what we're doing? Yeah. This is this what we're doing? <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. How about those four stories? <laughs> yeah. Just it, this is this is your Mount Everest. Every every <laughs> every two weeks you have to climb it. As you you see the summit, see all the bodies piled up on the side. I'm just you're like no, I gotta make it right to the top. <laughs> just Oedipus coming up here to. Did you say Oedipus? Make, yeah. Who's why Oedipus? Uh, who's, who's the one that pushes the boulder? That's up not Oedipus. That's Sisyphus. Sisyphus. That's what I. Oedipus. Meant. Oedipus is the guy who I fucked his mom my, I got, accidentally. <laughs> I got all my Greek mythology from God of War. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. So well, I have an Oedipus one, story in that in that matter. Anyway, so no, you went. Kidding. You climbed up the mountain and fucked your mom. That's. <laughs> like the is great, that how that tale goes? That's the great story. You climbed over your father's corpse to fuck your mom. That's that's, that's the plot of Ocean's Twelve. That's right. <laughs> and joke, joke doesn't even make any sense, but yeah, you're right. Um, it's fucking nonsense. Yeah. So you had Hell's Basement show. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that went pretty well. Yeah. Who all was on it? A lot of a lot of Halifax comics. Yuck. Obviously. <laughs> um, I don't know anything about them. It was and, just uh, Dan McCarthy. I mean. <laughs> still yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still applies i'm kidding um so how how many people was it seven uh eight actually on the show yeah who yep. all was on it uh me dan emma mater chris halif okay uh evan was on there okay brian was hosting and uh, there's a couple other Halifax guys. One I know, one I don't. Uh, name I forget because I'm a fucking idiot. All right. But yeah, no. It was it uh, unnecessarily harsh on yourself. <laughs> All right. That's what they Leave like that to me. Leave the insults to me, Brian. You're Please. Like, Back off, bitch. Please. This is my territory. You leave Brian alone. <laughs> yeah. Brian, you leave Brian alone. How I've, dare you? I've seen you? you do that like twice now to other people. <laughs> You're like, yeah. He's... He's my bitch. I have poor impulse control. Yes. <laughs> this is this is my bottom bitch. Yeah. I'm just like a pimp in that fucking David Simon show. What is that? Uh The Wire? No, the other one. The the new one. The one with all the prostitutes in it. Um uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Uh anyway. Is, is it the one in New Orleans? Focus in seventy in the seventies, not that one. That was uh Treme. Yeah. This one is the Deuce. The Deuce. It's pretty good. Just hookers taking a shit. No, Brian, not okay. your you porn searches. Uh, no, it's about yeah, it's X about, hamster, please. Um, Beege is the good one without any pop. Beege. B e g b e e g. Um, I feel like but I, I don't know. If yeah. I put that in my web browser, I'm I'm not gonna like what happens to my computer. No, no, no. It's it, that's the that when I did watch it was the one that came out without. Uh, it's the one without pop-ups. It's very clean. <laughs> no pop-ups at all. It has uh, screen. It has screen caps. The moving screen caps. You scroll your. I don't know. Maybe maybe they've changed now. But yeah. you could move your mouse and you could see like a preview. 
That of almost it. seems too good to be true. It's pretty good. Or, I mean, I'm sure it will. I mean, I don't yeah, know whether could, it's changed now. Yeah, pretty much. How's that going? How how many days uh, unfapped have you gone? Uh, no porn. Yeah. What was a month, I guess. But Okay. I do, it does feel like, whenever I say it, it does feel like a weird word. It feels like as though someone, you know, when you tell someone accidentally now that you don't have a phone there oh okay so you're better than me i said no man <laughs> i'm sure that's the it's way a, alcoholics it's feel always it's always a problem so oh, i just don't yes. say it i have to try i have to try to say it like i just shit myself you so know you're better than me your pants are still on huh you're better than me you didn't throw up in that girl's air it's a it's a weird i, I find it it's a weird uh oh, you think you're better than me you don't have to watch grandma fucking a guy in a teddy bear t- uh sh- t-shirt before he can go to bed good improv yeah uh, <laughs> I, I, was, I, I don't know what i was reaching for. in a teddy bear <laughs> t-shirt, t-shirt. <laughs> what um i think i was thinking teddy bear costume but if you think teddy bear teddy ruxpin is that is that what you look like is it, you just put, mixed in what you look like with grandma in it <laughs> and no but it, it whenever i mention that it always the, it always sounds like as though you're uh, people assume you've you've made some first of all they think that you're making some sort of political stand rather than what it actually is which is just a a psychological you're you're trying to basically reboot your brain well it's because you you know i live i work with people who are just constantly on their phone like i work in the in with phones yeah. So it's like working in a methadone clinic. Do you know what I mean? And then being, well, I should start. Really, should do some more heroin or some. Uh, you know, I should. I, don't t- think I should start taking fentanyl. Cli- methadone clinics are for. Oh no! What? But a methadone clinic is for giving people methadone so that they can wean themselves off of a heroin addiction, right? Uh, I just like that you think a worker there is going to be like, hey, yeah, maybe I should try heroin. <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly the point. Yeah. It would be like working at a methadone clinic and saying, yeah, you know, I, and seeing all of the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> you know, all of the people who come into a methadone clinic all just strung out because yeah. of their addiction and thinking, They're looking at them and thinking, oh, you know what? I should really uh, invest in this, uh, this heroin seems like thing. like a way to live my life. This way seems like a great, great idea. He's carrying a little yellow lockbox. It's great. These people have their... You know, these people have their shit together. Today, honestly, on the phone, I was sitting there, and in my office, there's a guy, for three hours, he was arguing on the phone with his wife loudly about getting a job and uh, trying to, you know, how she's not letting him talk. While you just don't let me talk, why don't you just talk? Just talk, 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 talk. He's having this... I can hear him having this conversation in the office. Oh, just yelling it out on the floor? Yeah, man, on the phone. And I was like, what are you doing? But, it, it, you know, it's not his fault. It's because I think everyone's just psychologically trained now to just have it out yeah. constantly. Yeah, just you know, just like conflict. Nuance, no nuance, just right at each other's horns. Yeah, open, outly, out, out in the public. I mean, it's just very odd. But anyways, you were saying about Hell's Base. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, the uh, the waitress tied my shoe. <laughs> yeah, she tied your shoe. Yeah, just uh, I was having. She liked your set. I was talking to Shannon uh, about whatever. Right. All of a sudden, she comes in. And she just what you, did she did he contact you about it? No, no, uh, I got contacted by Brian. Oh, Otter. Brian okay. Otter, yeah. 
Yeah, I should probably. I was thinking about going to Hell's Basement, but I was like, I want. They don't. No one wants to watch anyway. But go on. <laughs> um, no one wants to see you go up there and talk about how you take out books from the library about eating pussy. Yeah, that's right. No one wants to hear that great bit oh, ever Millersville, again. Dear. Oh, great. Gross. <laughs> he must be gay. I did. Uh, I did the porn bit, and uh, I asked someone in the audience. You know, the usual. What's, what's your, your favorite? Kind of pornography. She started talking about hentai. No, she <laughs> talked about hentai. Her friend did, yeah, because she she was all fucking embarrassed and red faced, and her friend's like the kind with tentacles in it. Oh, hen- nice. <laughs> She's like, it's oh, sometimes she wolves. Wolves and yeah. tentacles. Yeah. Wow. Like hentai bestiality. Nice. Do you so think hey! she? Do you think it was just a line, or she's just trying to? Yeah. Do you think she was just sort of? Uh, oh, I believe her. <laughs> you think she? What, what did she look like? Oh, she. she like did? you. <laughs> but but with like pigtails yeah <laughs> and a giant Just, lollipop yeah that's what i imagine um naruto t-shirt no no she's fairly average looking girl yeah but uh into hentai yeah who thought mm. wolves get pounding fucking like school girls is it is that is that with uh, animation hentai Yep, that's uh So Japanese, but it's all cartoon, so it's just like Japanese a, anime porn, yeah. Just like some Japanese bitch fucking a wolf. Is that what it's I assume so. I've I, believe it or not, I've never watched Hentai. All right. Well, I, we can I, I rectify that. I know what it is. Oh, can we? No. Just uh, break your solemn oath. Yeah. It's not a solemn oath. Um but I don't know why I'm doing it, honestly. It's not like I'm having sex with anyone. So it's not like I don't know why. I just want to back myself up as far as possible. I mean, just got to get out. It sounds really gay, but sort of get out of the... It's like, here's the thing. I think when people say how you cannot possibly live without a phone, I think in their head, it's like they think that the phones, and I heard someone else say this, and I like the idea, is like, People think that the phones are as old as the ocean for some reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you mean? We can't live without the ocean. Is it, this is, this, guys, this thing is only seven years old. You see like an 80s car phone crawl out of the ocean and then it turns into a little Nokia. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, just a little Nokia. First a StarTac, then into a Nokia. You know, like one of those then Motorola into a, razors and it's just like, yeah. clock, clock, like, a, like a crab. Yeah. <laughs> And then just find the final evolution is just a TikTok video, just a <laughs> uh, dimwit, you know, dancing to some just, Katy Perry song. Yeah, someone wearing an Adventure Time hat while like lip syncing to Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we did it. Yeah, and I, I like the idea. It's like whenever people say that you can't live without it, they, they're they've out they've gone outside of the realm of real life and they've entered into the mind of, into the realm of also ideology you're talking to because there's an entire generation of people that they've only ever known them for as far as they're concerned phones are as old as time that'd be like uh, yeah no but that like that would be like I, a 9 year old like a 9 year old doesn't know that a phone that the phones are younger than they are like the the advent of a smartphone is younger than they are right Right, it's only, it's only what, two thousand seven, right? We're in two thousand nineteen, so I guess seven, seven plus. Are you asking me to do math? No, seven plus. Yeah, so it's seven plus a couple, seven, nine years, ten years, I guess you would say. Yeah. 10, 10 11 years. Yeah, about a about a decade. Yeah. Okay. Although so, even now it still feels like it's it's longer somehow. But it's not, right? No, I, I know. Like, I, I remember what it was like without phones. But, 
Anyway, um, I remember when I had to masturbate to the Sears catalog. Really, yeah. Sears? Oh yeah, yeah. Some some of those. That was se- so before two thousand and seven. You were doing Sears? Well, uh, right around the nineties. All right, all right. I mean, I mean, like, I my options are pretty limited. I remember uh, trying to download a mo- uh, a video of a man eating uh, a girl out on uh, uh, on the on an exercise mat. <laughs> it was a two minute video <laughs> and it took me three days to download <laughs> <laughs> wow you're just sitting there for three days straight gripping the keyboard <laughs> just, oh, come on come on no previews no nothing <laughs> what a patient just this raging three day boner mom don't don't turn off the computer whatever you do why did don't I pick ever, up the phone don't ever pick up the phone you don't need to call anybody for three days no one could use the phone but not that anyone was calling they'd all gone on <laughs> vacation but yeah you're like now's my time to shine i'm gonna get this two minute video of a bra getting eaten out on <laughs> saved it burned it burned it to a cd just one video on a printed c- out each frame and just made it into a flip book yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a three it's uh, you know three encyclopedias just filled <laughs> as a flip well, flip I book i built a zoetrope yeah <laughs> <laughs> um he wasn't even doing it that great. He was he was doing the kind of like porn proceeding, which was just that. Oh god, baby! And then she's fucking <laughs> flicking her bean to try and get something. Yeah, I mean the pic, the the video resolution was terrible, so it might as well have just been you know, uh, le- leisure suit Larry. I, I, li- I like how your uh, your impression of porn eating pussy is just boss Nas from episode one. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Boss Nas he's, is, he's but the, I'll, I'll he's laugh. He's the leader at the of the thing. Gungans, the, the big fat thing that goes. The what? The big fat fucking uh, alien in Episode One that went. Of ep- of Episode One on the aliens, it's Star Wars. All right, all right, I'm I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. You said Star You're Wars. Like, okay. Yep, yep, I'm out. Um, sure, Brian. <laughs> sure, that's what happens in Star Wars. Yeah, I, I got I got a insincere chuckle. So yeah, I don't. Know. I don't know why I laughed. I someone, shouldn't have laughed. I should have just left. It, let it sat sat in silence. Just like with your last Gundam reference or whatever the fuck you were making. Someone will listen to that laugh and then hang themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a tweet the other day. Maybe that's Nick Mullins' tweet. He said, "Game top, GameStop should offer assisted suicide." <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Like to trade in this PS3 if you'd shoot me in the face. I <laughs> I, I can do the arm. Yeah, I uh, I mean I I have a little bit of I guess it's weird to I I have the worst kind of impulse control when it comes to my emotions and sort of so this morning yeah it was an, it was alright you know it was sort of foggy I go into the I go into the Java Moose. And I try to get, I'm going to get in a coffee and there's an old guy right in front of me. And then I just walk in just in the middle of them, him and the barista having a conversation and the, and the conversation is kind of ending. And he says, you know, rather sort of sympathetically, he says, well, you know, he is just an 80 year old man. I mean, what do you expect of him? And 
We should just go, well, maybe he should think about what he's saying. Maybe he should think about what how it feels to young if to immigrants, you know. what? Wh- how do they feel? And and he's like, well, you know, he's just an old guy. What are you going to expect? Why? Stop going after. He doesn't know, right? And uh, and, and I, for some reason, I'm just sitting in the back. I couldn't control myself. And I was like, yeah, he's right. I was like, yeah, you should stop going after an 80-year-old. I, I wish I could have stopped myself. I don't know why I didn't stop myself. I, I didn't need to get into it. Yeah. But I decided to get into it with her. Well, someone was uh, rocking him and socking him, and you had to <laughs> stand in the way. I don't know what that is. That's but... uh, Don Sherry's video series. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I was like, who cares? I mean, do you think young immig- do you think new immigrants? First of all, I don't believe anyone who gives a shit about Don Cherry, but whatever's going on with Don Cherry, gives two shits about what actually happens to immigrants. No one cares. All right. Rajiv watching Hockey Night in Canada. What, what is it he's talking about? Oh my about? God! What? Poor <laughs> Don Cherry of I just, the I last living. The Bruins. I came here to find out about foreign policy, and <laughs> this is what I get from Hockey Night in Canada. Rod McLean, why you not? <laughs> why say? Why not say something? Stop laughing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like, first of all. I don't believe you or anyone else gives two shits. And I don't believe Don Cherry actually gives a shit about immigrants either, What whether they do or they don't. This is all just theater. This is all political theater and made to look like as though everyone gives a shit about this. I don't believe anyone gives two shits about whether immigrants wear uh, the poppy or not. Oh, what, what happens to immigrants anyway? And besides, do you not think that immigrants have a thicker skin than that? Than some old man babbling about some nonsense like what is he talking about people yeah. don't i mean who cares i mean he's it's, it's, it's rubbish idiot with a suit that looks like his mother's wallpaper like yeah i mean what is this political theater and and here, here's the worst thing about it what i think is the worst thing is that i think it actually has it does, it's worse because see like the people who tweet all this shit and who have the cbc panels about all of this shit, about, you know, how, who was the most offended about this, you know, they get to go back home to their homes and, you know, you know, in their cottages in, you know, in Mississauga, wherever, not in Mississauga, you know, out in the valley or wherever, yeah. right, on their weekends, you know, they get to spend their summers in Europe or they get to, you know, go out to where, you know, stay far away from, you know, the actual places where, you know, the inner city neighborhoods where immigrants actually live and they don't and you know immigrants actually live with sort of you know like i do like amongst like actual working class people and the yeah and what happens is that it's the obvious effect what happens is that when people like don cherry get fired or when when this kind of stuff happens what they think it's the Im- is that they think that the immigrants are the ones who are doing it do you know what i mean like they 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 blame the immigrants for for this getting this, Don Cherry fired for, for do, get getting Don Cherry fired and immigrants don't give a shit one way or the other whether or not they are wearing poppies or not. I mean, I I you know I have no I am happy to wear the poppy. I don't have a problem wearing the poppy. I think you know I know that India had a long uh had you know has been in was had you know there were multiple Indian regiments in, under the British Army in World War One and World right. War Two. You know, so and you know, in every other war, right? And they continue to, and so yeah, no, I'm happy to you know 
take part in the ceremonies. Yeah. I mean, I went to the I went <laughs> I went to the I went to the ceremony this year for Harbor at Harbor Station because uh, the kid was uh, with uh, the girl guides and the girl guides were in were part of the ceremonies and I was sitting. I had to go there early, and I sat in the section. You know, got a good seat. <clears throat> what I thought was a good seat. I'm sitting there. And, uh, you know, it's getting close to the time when the ceremony begins. It's around 10.30. Yeah. And I've been sitting there right now for about 45 minutes because I got there early. And uh, people are piling in. But I just noticed that my my entire row is empty. And there are people all around me, piling all around me, but just not getting into my row. And immediately I thought, I can't. My first thought was, I can't believe this. I mean... You know, just because I look the way I look, I genuinely had this thought. Like, just because I look the way I look, doesn't mean that people can't sit next to me. I mean, just because what yeah. do you mean? You, what, what, I mean, I didn't come here in my Halloween costume wearing the dynamite. I mean, I'm wearing a poppy, <laughs> just like, just to, like any to, other to your child's recital. Yeah, just like any other <laughs> well, citizen. I'm so proud of her. I mean, I like in 2019, the level. I was even surprised. I was like, the level of bigotry and racism that still pervades this country is phenomenal, and. These are the thoughts that are going through my head. And I was like, you know, having the kind of thoughts that I would in the shower. I mean, if this guy fucking came up to me, this is what I'd say. And this is what I'd say. And this is what I'd say. You know? And all of a sudden, you're fighting Adam's brother again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'm, you know, just boiling in anger. And I have my head down and my eyes closed. So I don't know what to do because the whole row is empty. And I can clearly see that people are just avoiding the section that I'm sitting in. And I just can't believe it. And I look to the ground and I'm, I I open my eyes and then I see the handicapped sign. <laughs> I say, oh, it's my bad. It's, uh, <laughs> so I, so I, so I was in the wrong. It's my bad. I, like, what an asshole I must have looked like. I'm just sitting over there. <laughs> That might mean, I might look like an asshole just like smoking a cigarette. <laughs> cigarette. I was like, guys, come on, sit down here. You know, having like a little drink with an umbrella in it. Go on, guys, look you at get, it. This seat's got a cushion fucking, on it. Look at like it. A Hawaiian shirt and a giant cigar. <laughs> <and you're> going, <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Like look at the, look at the leg room on this. And they're just, you know, <laughs> veterans with like you, you put your in wheelchairs. In a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people in actual wheelchairs are just pulling, yeah, like they've read to the pulling them out of the wheelchairs, putting them in normal seats. they like, resting Don't. your fucking boots on their heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like fucking... That's exactly what I, I look like. De Niro. Like a guy, pushing a guy with uh, Down syndrome's arm off the fucking arm. Get out of here. <laughs> Funds for immigrants <laughs> only. <laughs> yeah. We got like, our own section. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's yeah, my bad. I, I, I fucked up. Fucking <laughs> De Niro and Cape Fear. <laughs> that's exactly what I look like, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I'll take the L on this one. That's <laughs> my, you had like a whole race war mistake. cooked up. I, oh, the whole bed. Yeah, I was, yeah, it was do the right thing in my mind. It was about 10 seconds from yoga fire. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know what? Uh, I was like, yeah. So I, I had to put my head down and just <laughs> walk away. I just see, just seething and you're. Yeah tried to get a Tim Hortons. I was so I was so embarrassed. I had I just immediately sort of like 
you know started to look at my look at look at my watch like i made a mistake of some sort it's like oh then i started looking around <laughs> oh, oh, oh what oh, did hey, i miss something that. or something i'm not uh, in a wheelchair i mean is it uh, i mean you know mentally handicapped am i right anyways i'm going to find a different seat <laughs> and then i sort of squinted and i was so that's right i'm retarded i was so out of it I just sort of stood in. There was a line up. I was like, "Oh, there's Tim Hortons." I was like, "Oh yeah, no, I'll just stand in the line." I just stood in line for Tim Hortons. I didn't even know. <laughs> I'm standing there, just wait. It's a huge lineup. It's about 20 minutes long. Just waiting there. And finally, and get to you, and they're like, "Sir," and you're like, "Huh?" And they're like, uh, "Can I get you anything?" You're like, "A way out." Yeah. <laughs> well, pretty much. They said, "As I," and then I, I pulled out my wallet. I was like, "Can I get a double, yeah, double double, and whatever?" Ordered a double double donut and whatever. And I look down at the cash register and it says, uh, "Sorry, cash only." As a, like, you guys don't take debit, do you? She's like, "No." And then I was like, "I guess I'll just, I'll just, I'll just walk back." And then you're an Indian Larry David. So idiotic. What do you care what he thinks? I just walked away humiliated like a fucking idiot. So what I'm trying to say is John Cherry is right. <laughs> I want to say. I wonder what uh, kind of outcomes they would hope for. Like, like if they could somehow reprogram him, they'd have a woke Don Cherry. Just like, anyways, uh, when I see Anderson out there handling the puck, moving it through like butter on ice, I think love is love. That's what I think, and I think that's what Anderson did wrong. Blacks are people too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Don. <laughs> Back not just three fourths like they used to oh. think. <laughs> He's not telling you. Where, where are the ladies? Why are the ladies walking into the men's locker room? And you know what? I think the ladies are better. And that was one of his other rants. <laughs> they no, got there. Dongs flapping. They got everything <laughs> all over the place. And the poor ladies are. Yeah. I see Donaldson out there blocking everything. He looks like a brick wall. I also think that maybe we should cool it on the transphobic jokes from now on, huh? Thank you, Don. <laughs> Give this man an hour. I think woke comedy is the way to go. Yeah, I think. Wh- what if they replace Don Cherry with uh, Hannah Gatsby? <laughs> yes, I will say. Hey. I saw him out, out there on the puck. <laughs> yeah. He's handling it. <laughs> Uh, yep, uh, he is a man. A, uh, a white man. A blue, a blue. What? What are we blue? Is, is it blue? <laughs> What's the color blue? She has a bit about the color blue. <laughs> Feeling blue. Uh, this is a hockey game, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> what is there? There what is wrong with it? Another white man trying to tell me what I can and can't say. What are you doing? What are you doing on the on on on, I was on, right. on the ice? I was right, Ron McLean. <laughs> yeah, now, now you just sound like a fucking Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> yeah, this impression off really went off the rails. Um, but yeah, even I have sort of poor impulse control. <laughs> but I don't know what. What am I supposed to do? It's like, it just seemed so. It just seemed so idiotic that she was sort of pontificating on the. On behalf of of immigrants, when there was an immigrant standing right there, wouldn't you ask the immigrant what he cares? <laughs> no, you kind of ruined her argument. Actually, she was hoping he would just shut the fuck up. I don't. I didn't mean to. I wish I'd at she some level. She turns to you and she's like, "I'm so sorry." Yeah. For being white. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I did it again. I'm. I, I did it again. 
Stupid, stupid. Here's what I found out. It's only, it's you're only, uh, you know, like the work people only care about you, uh, your, you being an immigrant or you being of a certain skin color or you being of a certain gender or sexuality when you agree with them. You know, when you stop agreeing with them, then you automatically default to white man. <laughs> that's what the that's what the that's what the fucking tactic is. It's like that that uh, the clip from Quantum Leap, but you're just sitting there in your bedroom and you're like, I hate Don Cherry, and then you like look in the mirror and you're an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm retarded. Clip. Yes. <laughs> I'm retarded. I'm retarded. What a strange. That was on network television. <laughs> He just okay. Scott Bakula looks into the mirror. I'm retarded. I'm retarded. <laughs> and he looks and there's this so funny. Uh, this Down syndrome kid. It's only him. funny. Oh my god! <laughs> it's so funny because I think at the time it wasn't. I don't think Quantum Lead was supposed <laughs> that, that to be. That was a very special episode. I'm sure. I bet, I bet it was. How retarded people are people too. I mean, <laughs> it was certainly. <laughs> um, Ziggy, how do I stop being retarded? <laughs> <laughs> well, get off your Twitch stream. Uh, Sam and st- Ziggy says, stop watching uh, maybe the- read a book once and again. Once e- and again. Yeah, once and again. <laughs> stop watching all of those Alex Jones videos. And for the love of God, <laughs> nobody is going towards you to find out what happened to Jeffrey Epstein. So stop tweeting out the memes. It's the- enough. Enough. Enough with this. That same clip, but when Scott Bakula looks up, it's a computer and it's on 4chan. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> all retarded. It's just Pepe memes <laughs> over and over again. Just guys with uh, their avatar as the Joker. <laughs> just just th- a string of 300-pound jokes. <laughs> That's the funniest thing to me. I think we talked about it on the last one, but yeah. the fact that like Joaquin Phoenix just punished himself to get that thin... And you won't see a Joker, a Halloween costume of that's a Joker that's under three hundred pounds. <laughs> no, they're all, they're all overweight slobs. Like what? Do no, you but get? Although, although now it might be, I don't know, it might be, you know, that movie got so popular that maybe, maybe there might be people who are, you know, it got popular enough to make it to, to have it translate over into sort of mainstream, kind of like Borat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where there were all these jocks who were pretending to be Borat. They were just being actually just racist. <laughs> so like, I'm Borat. I'm Borat. You're a you're Jew. A Jew. <laughs> all right. Now you're just, you're just straight up anti Man, I... Uh, the guy that uh, yelled uh, Sandin to you. Was he like, oh, he I'm Borat. You're word? a Sandin. Yeah, I was like, are you doing a bit? No, I'm just <laughs> drunk outside of O'Leary's. I'm my Borat. <laughs> He just ended with my wife. Machine, that's no. what that's what Richard Spencer's we should do at the end of everything. My wife. That's not. <laughs> ethnostate, my wife. So you're I don't sit I, there. You're gonna look in my eyes and tell me there's no ethnostate, my wife. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that that's how Trump should do his next meeting with uh, Vladimir Putin. You know. All right. Well, Trump jokes, but yeah. Putin. That, that yeah, sounds right. Well, it wasn't very well thought out, but yeah. I'm, I'm, well, gl- I'm, I'm sure glad to finally see people. you bail on something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, joke. I just like, I mean. That's usually uh, my gimmick. Yeah, he's just, uh, the guy's a, it just, uh, he's a retard, right? Like, so just like any, giving him any sort of, 
it just feels even degrading even talking about <laughs> talking about how fucking mentally ill he is and just the the beehive that is his fucking brain and the fact that he's sort of managed to you know uh, you know uh, uh, make that kind of mentality sort of okay on both sides but i don't think it's actually him i think it's actually i actually my conspiracy my real conspiracy theory is the phones it's the fucking phones that are making people cr- anyway but uh so i want that's going to be a fun part of history class for future generations if there are any of course there are of course there's going to be i hey, remember that time i don't i don't i don't that retard i don't buy this i don't buy this constant drumbeat of the apocalypse i'm sorry on both ends i don't buy it Two i mean this reminds me this reminds me of sort of the you know the you know when you know in the shia uh, quran classes that i would attend you know they would keep talking about the you know the returning of the mahdi the, the you know the coming apocalypse where every, the earth will be cleansed as like this is just like you know this this constant drumbeat from the left of 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 uh, of, of collapse of doomsday is coming is not really you know it doesn't really help any cuz by the way if you want to actually you know fix things with the environment you just get on with the work of trying to fix things with the environment yeah, right rather than this is constant you're talking about fixing things with the environment yeah and oh like some people like some it's like some idiot on my fucking facebook the other our parents and grandparents have killed us fucking idiot shut up fuck you fucking yoga pants fucking moron just waiting for their grandparents to die Jesus Christ! So they could fucking dude. inherit their house so they don't have to buy one. Of their Get to a vacation in Fiji in the on the summers. You fuck, what are you talking about? My parents and grandparents have killed us. It's like even though the actual hard work of fixing the environment is going to be done by the scientists and you know probably you know kids, your kids and my kids. You know yeah. they're not you know. Imagine telling a young kid, you know, you know, you're dead. Uh, yeah. don't worry about it you you're, you're going to die <laughs> like imagine imagine trying to put that into a child's brain uh, that's why i tell my child every day <laughs> that's right yeah you're going to die someday yeah. son um but yeah no i went to a <laughs> so i went to a um, tiktok uh i went to a film festival at the the local synagogue or at least attended one movie oh, yeah. How was that? at the local synagogue well it was kind of interesting so i walk in and i'd been to the film festival before it was a jewish film festival at the synagogue they have it every year and they have uh, this movie uh, i went to go watch it it's called leona i don't know i don't know anything about it and we i walk into the synagogue and of course i have to put on the yarmulke and i sit down and i just look around all around me and it's just no one is over the age of 55 no one's under the age of 55 everyone's old Right so I was like all right this is interesting I might watch something that's a little bit older or something like that. Yeah. Open you know movie starts off it's the opening the movie is from maybe a year ago two years ago 2017 first scene you know it looks like some sort of wedding pre wedding ceremony so there are a lot of it looks like the inside of a temple and all of these women are sort of looking at each other and they're all very happy so they look like as though they're about to bring out someone who's part of the ceremony who's supposed to be the center of the ceremony okay. and of course this woman comes out and she's in a robe and first thing she does she disrobes full bush titties as a yup <laughs> <laughs> and she goes jackpot <laughs> yeah as a all right okay cool and then you know she de- <laughs> yeah hell yeah Muzzle i just fixed my- <laughs> yeah <laughs> hell yeah this is the kind of movie that i'm into 
I fixed my yarmulke. He's got some chutzpah. And then, <laughs> and then, um, okay, the movie goes on. The movie's about, you know, a Jewish girl in, I think, what's Mexico, and she's falls in love with the... Mexican? Uh, yeah, and the family doesn't like it because she's not Jewish, and there's something, you know, she has to hide around, and she doesn't tell him about what the is, fact you're that... You're marrying a Catholic. You're marrying a Catholic. He's a little chickle. And... Uh, what does he want from me? Does he want money? Does he want cattle? I don't even know if he's a... <laughs> is, he a good, is he a good Jewish boy or not? Um, Always with the questions. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So she, it, the movie goes on. It's fine. And then they're on a date. And, you know, it's kind of very sort of innocuous, sort of meet-cute stuff. Hiding around them, eating meals. And then they're, they're on a date and they talk to each other and they look at artwork. And it's all very nice and sort of very romantic comedy-ish. I was like, all right, this is okay. And, you know, they ki- they go to a nightclub and she has a couple of drinks and they kiss and whatever. And I said, all right, well, okay. And then, so I have to reiterate, I'm in a synagogue, which is a place of worship. Like I can see the things, the, all the sort of religious symbols all around right. the the synagogue. And so I'm watching this movie I'm, and he, he takes her up to his apartment and... She gets naked and he fucking pounds her in the movie really? for about three minutes. I mean, this bitch is getting her cheeks clapped. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just, and I started howling. I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. My fucking yamaka. I was, <laughs> the silence was so uncomfortable. I, I and I'm just in the back, just bu- howling, laughing at this, because it does not stop. This sex scene goes on for like three minutes. He's like just doggy different. style. She's like reverse cowgirl. It's like, what is he doing? What She's are we like doing? Blowing him in between. What are we? Positions. What am I watching? What the hell am I watching? Why am I watching this he, in the cinema? He grabs the camera and he just like points it down while like he a POV her. prom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and. uh I was like, damn, and my fucking yarmulke falls oh, off yeah? into the oh, yeah? into the other pew. I was like, oh, shit, sorry. So I have to get up and pick it up, put it back on. And, uh, man, I got hot. I got sweaty. It was just so uncomfortable, <laughs> man. It was, it was like watching a sex scene with all of my parents, my extended family, for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> it was like... Uh, I don't know why I you felt like I thought like I had to stumble in the lobby and you go to a payphone and you call your sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> it happened again, Jerry. <laughs> I, just, I wake up she with this. She just started getting plowed out. I, just, I didn't know what to do. You did so, the right thing, Arf. I stood up with a huge erection. As it, as <laughs> you just knock the pew over. <laughs> yeah. Two Jewish old ladies sitting on it just go flying in the air. They were all talking. like Before the show started, they were all talking about doctor's appointments and... <laughs> You know, real estate meetings and, you know, did they get the mortgage? Did they get the lease? And it was all this very sort of innocuous conversation. And then this bitch is just full bush. He's getting a fucking... <laughs> yeah, meow, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, damn. <laughs> damn. And, uh, That's amazing. 
and uh, so I just uh, <laughs> and I, I just got hot and sweaty and shit like that, and then the people because I was laughing so hard, and I was a young because I was the youngest person in that room. Yeah. And so immediately I thought I was like, oh, like like I had to sort of explain because the old the person who introduced it, he said, well, you know, she uh, she this is a movie about uh, he's a he's a young man and uh, she's a young Jewish lady and uh, the uh, the the people they you know how we are sometimes you know we no, uh, we make uh, we make our daughters do things and uh, you know they sometimes they don't want to because they they have the, their own things you know they want to do that in their new age with By the their, way, full bush. with their email and uh, whatnot and <laughs> I was like email and whatnot. <laughs> Young kids with their email, and, their and then immediately I was like, "Sorry for all of this premarital sex, guys. I, mean, I don't understand what she's. I mean, she's a real slut. I mean, I can't believe she gave it up uh, so easily. I mean, guys, uh, sorry. <laughs> like I had to. I'm not even Jewish, like, but I was like, you're like rain in your princesses. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I was like, all right, that's the least uncomfortable part of the movie. I was like, all right, we got through it, and then you know the movie fine. The movie's fine. This it's good, and <laughs> no, it is good. It's a good movie. And uh, but the movie ends, and you know, as the movie ends, she's in her apartment by herself, and it's raining. I was like, "All right, this is gonna be the end." She's going up to her apartment. I was like, "Oh no, don't do this." She's in her apartment. <laughs> she's by herself, and you know, something traumatic has happened. Her hair is all wet, and you know, I know the shot. I know what he's doing immediately. As soon as I saw the shot, I knew what he was gonna do. It's the shot. The ground. The shot is. The camera is right on the ground, and she walks into the frame, uh, right towards the window. I was like, "Oh, don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it!" And then, of course, she does. She just takes her shirt off, takes her bra off, and takes her pant like panties off. And then she walks into the right towards this camera, and then into and then the next shot is in her like right over the bath camera, right over the bathtub, and her in the bathtub completely naked. Just again for five minutes, just full nudity. <laughs> That's the whole. The movie was, ends was she on that. Flicking her bean, or was no, she no, like, no. She's just in yeah. the bathroom. She's just, just like, <sighs> yeah, exactly. And then you know the rain, sound of the rain, and then you know. It's, you think the they black. just found a way to like sneak hardcore pornography into the synagogue? I mean, this was I, I, you know, this was I. I don't know whether this would have been a break. Couldn't be considered a break. This is like Jewish Cagula. Yeah, Caligula. <laughs> yeah, Cagula. <laughs> <laughs> Cagula. It was, it was a funny thought. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, it was fun. <laughs> Imagine watching just, just a girl getting clouded. I wanted to in, go with you and I ended place. up opting out, but fuck. Yeah. Now I'm, I feel like I missed out on an experience. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> I would have gotten us kicked out of there probably. 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 I would, I, I, it was very hard not to laugh. You know, not because I wasn't turned on, but just the absurdity <laughs> of watching the situation. Just man. a girl getting fucked. She's just proper <laughs> getting fucked in this holy place. That's like watching. That's like hardcore pornography. I mean, but how cool are Jewish people that they're like, "Yep, no, this is fine. This is cool. All that, right, we're cool with this." That's like seeing someone get plowed out on the TV in a doctor's. If this room. was happening in a mosque, like a they'd kid have to run around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this was happening in a mosque, they'd have to shoot all of the congregants and then burn down the mosque. <laughs> this never happened. Um, but yeah, it was we very cool. We tried it. It didn't go well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it was very cool. And then watch that. Um, 
under your uh, direction i watched that uh, that documentary yeah. series was yeah, it called the, the, the uh, sleeping with the door. enemy or oh. sleeping with the enemy all oh, right yeah devil, devil the devil next door about uh, ivan the terrible i uh, what is it eva no john demaniuk 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 yeah demaniuk the man who i mean here's what i don't get so this is a netflix series about the trial of john demaniuk who was thought to be ivan the terrible who was a guard at treblinka in world war 2 which was one of the extermination camps in poland in the 1940s it turned out there was actually in uh, soblinski that was it or was uh, what was the other one treblinka and sub sub something sub uh, sobyanyev or something like that and uh sobibor sobibor, sobibor yeah and um, uh it, it also turned out that uh, he wasn't like necessarily like a from the start nazi he was a uh, pow from the soviet army that's what he said though no that's what he said oh, he right, said yeah. that he was yeah. he was a pow and he was doing it to but survive. there's no but the evidence pointed well, to him well, being a guard where, uh, where the holocaust survivor looked him in the eyes and said that and, you are the yeah you're yeah. the guy and then he goes to shake his hand which that read to me. It seemed like he was fucking with him the entire time. Yeah, he is fucking with him. Yeah. That's a that's a classic. Like, like that was fucking horrifying. Because you set it up as like like, when you set it up to me, you said that this was like a show trial and this was sort of a, and as like, it's well, but maybe it was too early on in the when yeah, you were watching the I documentary. Was about you thought the first episode. You thought this was some sort of kangaroo it. court where this guy they were gonna string this guy well, up. I was I was wondering where it was gonna go, but it seemed like that's how they were initially presenting it. Right. That or that the the mob, yeah. But it's a like weird. The Saddam Hussein trial was the parallel that I drew. Yeah, you drew it to the pat. But the thing is, with Saddam Hussein is that Saddam Hussein actually conducted oh, two yeah. genocides against his people, oh, right? Yeah. There was no doubt oh, no, about was, whether or not. And and when I was saying it about John Demaniuk, uh, I, I wasn't saying that because at that time it seemed to me he was Ivan. Right. So. Uh, oh, I thought that. Okay. Yeah, like right. like it. I, I wasn't on his side. Right. And anyway. Okay, I misread that then. I was like, oh, they got the wrong man. I was like, Brian, are you retarded? <laughs> Answer, correct, yes. But It was only a little Nazism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he only pushed two people into the gas chamber. Well, he just seemed, throughout the trial, because he... They, he was a sociopath. He seems crazy. He seems just un... Uh, uh, unusually uh, confident in himself that, 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 that they've definitely gone... And this is... To the extent that where where even in the trial he's like willing to just call out people as liars over and yeah. over again when he kn- like he knew something like it, it, it's yeah. it's the kind of uh, pathology that only comes with a pathological liar do you know what I mean yeah it's the kind of sociology or it's the kind of behavior that only comes with a pathological right liar. up to the they, end too he ended up beating. Uh, his charges in a weird loophole in German law, but like right up to the end where they were trying to figure out where to deport him to and they finally got Germany to take him. He was ha- he had that whole act about how he couldn't get out of bed. He was in the oh, wheelchair. Oh, it's hilarious. He's like 91 yeah. and he's like, oh, I can't get out like, of bed. Doing that thing where like sipping juice <laughs> yeah. dumb mouth. And then the, the, great, the, the great reveal where they're like, yeah, we've been following him for the past and he <laughs> can clearly get out of the car, no problem. <laughs> no problem at all. But there is a weird thing. I do get understand what you mean, but maybe it's just the comic in me or something. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the, as soon as I see, 
just large groups of people just shouting for people's deaths the the, the sight of a mob screaming yeah. for justice is something very i i'm very unnerved by that so as soon as i see that i was like there's something off about this and i mean i imagine that there's a group there's a kind of person that watches at them and they're like yes obviously look at the mob screaming at this guy they must be on the right you, they must be right you yeah. know um but you know he's clearly at, at some level even though i knew that this guy was the guard you know he was the he was probably involved in one of the yeah, camps even or if he wasn't necessarily Ivan the Terrible he was just as ruthless and just as sociopathic yeah but but there's also something weird about watching the news coverage from them where they were all sort of celebrating like just the the act of celebration yeah. of a death was something very it was very, like the fact that they were celebrating that they finally got him or something like that was just very unnerving. Yeah, I don't know what it was. The it, way they would pile on uh, his defense attorney. He's like, I'm a troublemaker. Yeah. That, and like everyone, like he was a, a national enemy. Yeah. And they were at the time for even bought, like daring to defend him. I mean, even that guy's a bit of a bit of a slime. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. You could he's tell he's, he's a, a bit piece of, a, of shit. Yeah. But, but there is something odd about just the, the sight of a the this just the sight of an angry mob is very ugly yeah uh i don't know what it is i mean i imagine there is a certain kind of person who takes comfort in in that spectacle but i'm well that's why I we have our I'm, current internet climate today cuz that's the online version of that i suppose yeah you see someone yelling you feel like yelling too yeah, I don't though. I mean, it just well, feels. I, I don't. I don't uh, it, it feels. I, I, I honestly, I, I understand it. I just, uh, I'm always uncomfortable at no matter how right they are. The spectacle of the glee in in uh, yeah, like, condemning someone, like yeah. the, it's not the act of. Obviously, the guy needs to be whatever you know, you know, put his balls in his mouth and you know make him eat his. Uh, own cum or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> that, that's the ultimate punishment. <laughs> yeah. Your sentence to eating your own cum or something. You know, I don't. You know, your sentence to climaxing while it's pointing at your face. The, the fact that it uh, that we even have to go through this seems like tragic. You know, like, that you shouldn't. That, that there should be some. This should be more like a somber thing, you know. Sorry, go ahead. Like that year's Jewish film festival is just like uh, a, a bunch of scenes cobbled together of him just getting facials, <laughs> like just this yeah, eighty-five-year-old, yeah. just a bukkake. Yeah, ah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that was um, I yeah, I found that sort of strange, but it was an interesting. But it's also a very weird documentary because the whole thing is supposed to lead up to as though this was some sort of miscarriage of justice, but it didn't seem to be a miscarriage of justice no, it, at it, all. It started that way and then it seemed it like... It seemed like as though the justice, yeah. the, 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 the legal system worked perfectly. They had to... It went to the Supreme Court and they said, like, well, there's reasonable doubt and so they dismissed the case. Obviously, there was, there was reasonable... And that, that that's the way it's supposed to work. Right. And then when it went to Germany and... They was like, yeah, no, this is the guy. Yeah, and he died during appeals. Yeah. So, Beat the what the... I mean, whether... If the point was that the justice system could be... I think 
if there was i think if there was a point of the the whole documentary it's to me it was it seemed like as though the the media circus what the, the the media circus can really sort of the mob mentality can really uh just fuck up any someone's sense of you know right and wrong yeah you know to and you have to really try to kind of fight hard to not make it and not allow it to do that in the end thing. he kind of won kind of yeah like he uh he he you could tell he was having his fun during the trial he throughout his entire time in israel i don't know man i don't i think in that level of psychopathy it's almost like it's there's a reason why we call that psychopathy there's a reason why we call it evil you know is that because we don't at some level i think that's a primal levy primo levy line he was a holocaust survivor he wrote this book called if not now when and uh the what was it called uh if this is man i think those were the two ones that he wrote he said that we have to treat it like uh you know almost event events i'm paraphrasing i think but he said we have to treat events like this almost like as though they are they are dinosaur remains that they are not human you know what i mean because to consider them human would be too awful would be to consider this to be part of the human experience rather than something rather than what it is which is you know a gross anomaly right but there is also i mean it, it, you know as much as i like the idea it's not it's not an anomaly and and i think you know that there is also this weird thing about world war 2 where there people don't think people think that world that history began <laughs> you know uh, um like the nazis were the they were they were the, they were the only villains in history right like as though you know stalin never existed as though mao never existed you know genghis khan genghis khan never existed brian godso never existed james mullinger never existed <laughs> judd apatow never existed you know um <laughs> ouch jet avatar <laughs> yeah oh he made his movies too long i was just a shitty two and fucker. a half hours jud for a comedy <laughs> jud apatow is fucking he's an overrated hack oh yeah no I he's him. uh i i can't stand to hear him speak yeah, yeah. It, it's just irritating Ugh. You, you know you, you like what if like in three years from now we would have to come back and we're both in a Judd Apatow movie and we're like, oh, sorry about that. Didn't mean that we have to scrub the internet of this thing. The 40-year-old retard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who are you talking about? Not me, right? Oh, all right. Um, Get up, stare at my Star Wars figures. <laughs> <laughs> Get in my gaming chair and eat chocolate cereal. <laughs> Then I go to my my job in my living room as a call center employee. It ends with you just falling down my own stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Break your neck. Fade to black. Finn. <laughs> um What else happened? Yeah, I've been talking for a while. What do you uh what do you got? Oh, well um uh, What what do I got going on? Or Nothing. Like, All right. So, yeah. well, I watched uh <laughs> Um, I watched Motherless Brooklyn. Yeah, I was gonna the ask other you, day. How was that? It was good, you know, but it's hard to to. Uh, I think it's uh, it's noir, 
right? Edward Norton wrote and directed. I just love these kinds of movies where, like, you Is know... Is that what he's been promoting, Motherless Brigham? Yeah, he's been trying to make this movie for, like, six years, and he finally got it together to make it. And it's a noir film, so set in the 50s, and it's uh, based off of a book, which is... Int- it's based off a book that is actually set in, like, contemporary Brooklyn. But okay. he decided to base it in 1950s, which is sort of... And he sort of made a interesting... Did an interesting twist on it, which is that he based... Like, China, you ever watch Chinatown? Robert yep. Town. Roman Polanski. Yeah, I love Chinatown. <clears throat> Jack Nicholson. You'd love this. It's right up your alley then. If you if you like Chinatown, this is excellent. Um, and he bases it on an actual sort of historical period or a person, which is uh, Robert Moses, who was the Pox Commissioner in New York. And basically, uh, you know, basically was responsible for... Uh, building Madison Square Garden, but also on the ruins of Penn Station. Yeah. You know, built all of the bridges, Williamsburg, all of the sort of, <clears throat> excuse me, all of the the road systems into New York, but also responsible for, you know, as a racist guy, he was responsible for that practice of redlining where all of the uh, black neighborhoods in uh, in New York City were basically condemned as slums, so that big developers could come in and just oh, build. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so he does this interesting kind of take on that. We watched it. I I didn't. You know, I love that kind of noirish. I love the sort of noirish Dashiell Hammett kind of element. Maybe does that sound like a virtue signal? It sounds like. Sound like, sounds like pretentious like oh you know no, i love it but most other people hate. fuck i'm i don't know like i'm on board <laughs> with you actually i i love that that kind of style like uh, it is kind of, but but it, it you know we watched it and i can get it may was watching it she said, is that kind of a weird way of talking i said yeah it is kind of odd because don't because the hey Mac, what do you say? Kind of, you know, your way down to the a little bit, but it's not very, it's not over the top like that, you yeah. know. It's not sort of, you know, who framed Roger Rabbit style, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod sort yeah. of thing. They're really sort of trying to be in it, and uh, but you can't help it, right? It's it just the, the the dialogue sounds off. Yeah. A little bit. What do you say, you Helen? Know. Why don't you 23 skidoo by that dumpster and I'll give you up four? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's very good. I mean, it's got, what a cast. It's got Bruce Willis, Edward Norton, Michael K. Williams, uh, fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Alec Baldwin. Damn. And Alec Baldwin, damn. He is... He is the guy Robert Moses. They, this guy Robert Moses, and he is that's fuck. That's perfect. That is spot on. Casting. He's the villain in it, and yeah, he he's pretty much the he's the. I mean, Edward Norton's excellent in it yeah. because as you would expect him, but yeah, he it's Alec Baldwin. Too? Yeah, he directed it. He wrote and directed it. Uh, what's his name? <clears throat> guy from Radiohead. Tom York wrote the Tom York and Winton Marsalis. Okay, Do you know Winton Marsalis. He's the jazz guy. He's the musician. They wrote the music together for it, but it's really good. Um, the music's great, and uh, there is just some very odd things where he. So they rebuilt. So Penn Station doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Right. That's because, thanks to Penn Station, is this beautiful 
New York City sub uh, station that was uh, a train station that was there for you know for over a century got raised thanks to the work of Robert Moses and Madison Square Garden got built on the site of of Penn Station because Damn. he said that this was the you know this was going to be that. the site of new culture yeah some reason I, I always thought Madison Square Garden was always there I I, I don't get why no that wouldn't have made sense back in the like the formation of New York. Like, yeah, do you, people think that Madison Square Garden was as old as New York, but it's not. Let's go down and see the wrestling at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, the, uh, WWF's going to be in town. Yeah, I mean, the East Village would have been completely raised had it not been, if it, you know, if if Robert Moses would have been allowed his, you know, to do what he wanted to do, which is to build a freeway right through the center of the East Village and Jesus. the people in New York. Imagine New York without the East Village. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I... Like we don't have to ask. I guess we don't. I say that like I've been there. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, you wouldn't have, like, the six, like, all of those guys from the 60s, you know, uh, yeah. you know, all of stand-up comedy wouldn't, make, I don't know, what, it would have just been There'd a different be no thing, Carlin. I imagine. No no Carlin, no Dylan, no, no none of those no guys Woody would have Allen. come out. No Woody Allen, uh, no Louie, still the best. Yeah. Don't care what you guys think. Uh but yeah, um, no. So it's it's it it is interesting, but it's not as dark as Chinatown. Chinatown, you remember Chinatown? Oh yeah. I was talking about it with John and Mate the other day, yesterday. Like, don't don't, don't spoil the end. I don't uh, don't want anyone to spoil the end of it. I was just talking about the part where he cuts uh, John Nicholson's nose. Yeah, that's a fun little I cameo. Got you the nose, see? Yeah, he sounds very. It's bad acting from Roman Polanski there. Hey, why do you gotta go after my nose? Um. Yeah, but it's not as because if you remember Chinatown, Chinatown ends pretty dark. Yeah, like if you think about yeah, what is actually how loses. how and that fucking movie ends. Everything that could go wrong goes wrong, and then someone's like, "What are you gonna do about it?" <laughs> yeah, but this one is not as. It's not as bleak. That'd be like if Seven ended uh, after like he found his wife's head in the box, and Morgan Freeman's like, "Eh, yeah." <laughs> what are you, you going to do? What are you <laughs> going to do? Well, when we go to the pancake house, I was like, but I just uh, watching it. I was like, I was thinking about because I thought about it last. Time, I was like, man, I can't imagine what it must have felt like to have watched Chinatown in the movie theaters because this felt like it was beautiful to watch in the theaters, in the screen, you know, yeah. especially because. There was no one in the theaters, and it was miserable, pouring outside. Yeah. What a perfect day to watch a yeah, noir film. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's like when I went to see Collateral with my brother, and the only other person in the theater was this guy sleeping. <laughs> Collateral's a great movie. That's Michael Mann, right? Yeah. Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. That's great. My that, you know what they said? second favorite Michael Mann movie. Yeah. Heat's probably number one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Heat's his fucking masterpiece. Public, you ever watch Public Enemies? Yeah. yeah I, Johnny Depp. It, it didn't, I, I didn't like it as much. I'll, I'll, it's a great pairing, Johnny Depp, Christian Bale. Can't yeah. go wrong with you. Fucking put Christian Bale in anything, man. That guy is. It's just uh, there's no, it, nothing but net with Christian. The Bale. only thing that kind of threw me for a loop with Public Enemies was uh, the way it was filmed. It, it just seemed. A little oh yeah, because it was in the he's, that he's, digital he's, style, the like handheld. Yeah, he yeah. had gone handheld. It worked fucking thing. gangbusters for Collateral. Like that, that made that movie. You ever said that's what the Tom Cruise's real hair looks like? It's gray. Yeah, it's like he's all gray. God damn. I don't know. That, I don't know whether that's just yeah, yeah. bullshit or because think about it. He's like, he's got like what is it? Fifty-five years. He's like fifty-five years old yeah. now, right? 
So you can't, not not even a single, not a touch of gray at 55 years old. That's hard to believe, that right? Scientology. <laughs> yeah, that's how you keep your hair brown. Just for men and <laughs> getting the thetans out. Yeah. But no, go definitely. Hell of a picture, Motherless Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. The, go and the, watch it if you can. Speaking of seeing in the theater, uh, how goes the uh, the battle with Cineplex? Still going, man. I don't know. I've been trying to get, yeah, I guess Brian and I were talking about trying to get Cineplex to somehow show The Irishman at our local movie theaters, and we haven't been able to. I've been in touch with Cineplex, and Cineplex they seems are like pointing, the only one that gave you, like, a, at least something. They gave me a proper answer yeah. that the distributor simply did not want to. So what the problem is is that the distributor only assigns a certain amount of copies for the entire country, for the entire sort of continent, I guess. And the movie theaters, if they want to, have to pay extra to get them to give you extra, uh, to give them an extra copy. Or something like that. Okay. Which is what happens when it's a limited distribution, right? right. Well, the uh, reason behind the limited distribution, too, is basically Disney. And not setting a precedent so Disney will walk all over movie theaters with Disney Plus. Yeah, but I was also thinking, like, wouldn't it... Couldn't Netflix just, you know, push back the release date for a couple of weeks so that it could get a wide distribution? So that then the theaters won't be obliged to, you know, so that the, the, you know, the theaters won't have to have this, like, weird stipulation. Yeah. Because I think it would be better to, for people to watch it in the big screen. Absolutely. You know, but, I don't know, maybe maybe they've got some sort of contractual, and, I don't know, I don't know. It would still be wild to see that come Netflix, like, two, three months down the line, let alone the same month, like. Oh, know? yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they could just do it, have a screening after it's, no, oh, that could be a thing. We could just watch it in the theaters after it's distributed on Netflix. I don't know. Maybe I could ask that. I didn't think about that. Because yeah, I'd, be I'd watch... I'd wait for a month to be able to just watch it in the theaters. Yeah. Well, it's coming out on the 27th. So if they agree to it and we're able to screen... Just, it's just the experience of seeing it in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. What if we just... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll ask. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's all I've... I uh just that a brave it's, boy who dared to dream. I don't know, it's not done yet, so I'm going to keep asking. Cuz I don't th- I feel like as though both the theater and the distributor want to make it happen. I think the theater wants to kind of make it happen and I feel like as though at some level Netflix going to want to make it happen as in not just short Netflix here. Netflix wants their Oscar. I don't know whether they care about Oscar. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're They do to a is. certain degree. Like I, I don't know. I can't speak for any of them, but I think that at some level, Scorsese would like, I'm pretty sure that he would like to have as many people watch it in the theater as possible. Yeah. I'm happy that, you know, people are just, I'm happy to just be a fan. I just want to be a fan. Yeah. I don't care. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Scarcezzi, I'm a fan of going into the theater I'd, and just I'd watching people see make movies on like uh, this. a bigger screen, but I, I'm I'm happy just to see it. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I I want to watch it yeah. in the theater in the way the, exactly in the manner that yeah, he intended. That, you that, you tell me how you want to want me to, and I'll go and I'll and I'll I'll, I'll try to make it happen. You know, I think I, I want to I want to watch it on a it. phone in a loud parking lot. Okay? <laughs> 
Listen, I want to watch it in front of a guy. I want to watch it in front of a guy playing Kino, you know, at Chuckles. You know. I, I want to watch it while I'm having sex. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so that, you know, all two minutes of it then. <laughs> I'm just cranking away to de-aging fucking sex. Yep. Just old Robert De Niro. <laughs> look at those. Oh, yeah. Look at those wrinkles. Yep. Shake your head. Shake it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> look at those wrinkles. Is that Joe Pesci? Oh. <laughs> I like that they 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 pulled out a quote about Joe Pesci recently and there's like Joe Pesci or you know when Louis CK went up to him and asked him whether he wanted to be in his movie said like as you know all the progressive people are like throwing this quote around yeah they're like Joe Pesci for the win and Joe Pesci said told Louis that he should quit stand up as like do you know how you know that story it's because Louis himself told you that story yep on on Mark Marin. And you know why Louis told you that story? Because it's a fucking hilarious story. Yeah, because he's a hilarious person. Yeah. That's why. That's because it's a hilarious story. Uh, that uh, <laughs> on some level I so think stupid. I think if that story was just like, "Hey, you want to be in my movie?" and he's like, "No thanks." And that's what they kept throwing around. Yeah. Like if somehow that would Yeah, Joe Pesci for the win. Now nah, I'm good. Yeah. He said no. Yeah. It's Louis himself who's like, who yeah. went in on the story and said, yeah, Joe Pesci like, told me to quit stand-up copy. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, that is that is fucking hilarious. Yeah, and that proves that he is a funny person. <laughs> only, a, only a funny human being would be, you know, would you know would relate a story where Joe Pesci told him to switch comedy after fucking, what, 45 years in the fucking business. Meanwhile, fucking Seth Simon's like, yeah, no, I, I unearthed that. I, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, dude. Anyway, I just took the shovel to the pile of dirt that is YouTube, and I pulled it from the nethers. <laughs> um. All right. Well, this has been a good podcast. There's yeah. a lot of me talking. Oh shit! Uh, uh, not to not to super extended, but have you watched any Watchmen yet? No. Start watching. I thought I, I heard something about it being like, oh, look at the white supremacists. I was like, all right, I don't. I don't. I don't need to watch this. No, it's uh, it's got a layer. I'm kind of done with not... the fucking. Honestly, this fucking. Uh, I'm done with the politics and the comic books. Can you please, like, all of these people who who think that comic books are the place okay, for that's, this? Fu- that's like, a fair point because I'm done uh, with it. That that is both of those mixed together. Combined. Yeah, I'm done. It, it's it's a lot better I'm, than what you're thinking it is, but I I don't think that you should maybe don't watch fucking watch. I'm not gonna watch Watchmen. No, I'm not. I'm done with it. Sorry. Uh, Wait two or three years down the line. And then yeah, it's done. just too much, man. I can't just these these fucking comic book writers attempting to, you know, take a position on history. Just fuck, shut up. Just leave it. <laughs> just leave it, all right? You Maybe. Do, you don't like this alternate? Only, only Edward Norton, who's making his little noir film, can take a position on history. Like, I, I don't like this alternate history. But you know what I mean, the though? the Vietnam War with uh, magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, know, you know what I mean, though, right? It's yeah. just like it feels like my coworker just, you know, who's, you know, watching his fucking, you know, whatever, you know, Twitch stream or, you know, just he's yammering at me about watching fucking some, like, politics. Watching teenager or, play Death Stranding while he's Yeah, and then he turns around and he's like, you know, what the, you know what the real problem with the conservative, you know, what the problem with the real liberal. You know what? I think like, you respect the veterans. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know.
Yeah, and he turns. Okay, they, some of these people, like just the yammering, these yammering dolts, they're just grown men playing Pokemon and then turn around and be like, you know the CIA invented AIDS? I was like, shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Corey. Some guy throwing his gun against the back of his desk and he turns around and he's like, I think crack was trying to destabilize the black neighborhoods. Really. Thanks, man. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, I liked it. That, that was the point I was going to make. Yeah. I was going to go watch the Pacific again. Or at least for the first time, actually, not the last. First. I haven't watched it a lot. I only watched Band of Brothers. I never watched the Pacific. Yeah, I never saw the Pacific either. I, I loved Band of Brothers. Yeah, Band of Brothers was great. Yeah. But the Pacific is supposed to be Fucking even better. Fucking Lewis, dude. Yeah. Pacific is even supposed to be better. But I don't know much about the... the, the uh, the Japanese theater of the that's war, a, actually. That's a good reason to watch it, though, right? Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I should just watch... I the... should just read the history rather than... But, you know, it's... I, th- you know, well, it's yeah, just a fucking millennial like brain. Reed, but, you know, huh? If you want to do something gay like Reed, but... You know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I just don't know where to start with that part. I, I mean, the, I mean, the best... I mean, the the most harrowing story of the the Pacific Theater is uh, it's act the it's actually the true story, and it's done of uh, you know remember that part in Jaws where uh, oh the uh, the the ship that goes down uh, the USS Indianapolis I yeah. think is in the, is its name where the so Dan Carlin and Hardcore Tristine does one did one podcast about that just that one incident the USS Indianapolis, and it's honestly that and it's from the it's from the Japanese theater I'm right no there. No one's uh, ever actually tried to make a movie out of that. I think they have. There has been one attempt, but it's just such a dark story where they they have to fucking lock the submarine doors and watch their you know. Their boatmates die, and then they get up, and then they're, and then some of them are dying with just the oil spills because yeah. there's some of them are setting on being set on fire, and then on top of that, the sharks start eating them. Just that's from Jaws, apart. right? Like yeah. that's the. Come back qu- for come back for seconds. Yeah, picking them apart. That's a, that's the only thing I know. Like that's the only part of the story I know. And then of course the Thin Red Line. You ever watched the Thin Red Line? Yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, maybe I'll watch the. I'm just trying to find a copy of the Pacific, but like those um, uh, whispering narratives in the Sydney, uh, one of the, uh, Terrence Malick, Terrence Malick film. Yeah, war, always going to war. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit. I mean, I kind of like all of that gay stuff, but yeah, no, I, I, like I get it. it. Too. I get how it can be like boring or whatever it's just yeah it's just a different no it's not boring it's uh it's a little bit funny to me but it is it is kind of i i I do i I do see the sort of perfume commercially aspect of it it does (laughs) i read books okay yeah (laughs) what is reading books anyway do i get late charges words on a page (laughs) then i'm sucking a dick well, thrusting in my mouth over and over. I don't know whether that's the part of the Terrence Malick movie that I missed. <laughs> um, anyway, you got anything? Coming up? Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, we got our thing at the end of the month. Uh, uh, Omi Nerves. Oh, yeah, November 30th. Yeah, we're going to ride down. 
You want to fix the heat in your goddamn car? We're going to be freezing in your fucking car. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to get them to take a look at that hopefully this weekend. Yeah. I, I think it just needs coolant fluid. All right. But yeah. So yeah, that weird coolant to make heat work. Well, kind of weird. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like uh, the smarter the phones get, the dumber the people get. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. the information, but none of the knowledge. That's a that's a that's an old that someone's made a that yeah. joke, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that an was old hack Um yeah, we got November thirtieth. What else? Oh, uh, this oh the chuckles! Uh, no, the punchlines. Yep. Opening yep. up this weekend. Yeah, that's opening up this weekend. This Sunday, I'm going head to head with Brian Otter. Uh, going head the to best head. Brian. Roast battle. Oh, okay. Because we never actually got to go head to head at the uh, Fredericton thing. Okay. Because I uh, I ended up in second place in my division. All right. So Where's that? Then that's gonna be at McGill's. Oh, cool! All right, and I got a show in back in Hell's Basement on the twenty third. Okay. So that uh, like a bunch of the St. John comics going. Uh, Taylor Lakeport's putting something together. All right, cool. So yeah, and and uh, the Hard Times movie premiere on the twenty right. ninth. Yeah. All right, man. What, what about you, buddy? Nothing. <laughs> what do you take Glee in this? That's how we're gonna end every podcast. Let's talk about all your zero bookings. I don't take Lee in it. No, I'm actually. You clearly do, but all right. Well, you, well, you do have a booking. We're we're doing the double X. So. Yeah, whatever. Um. All right. <laughs> uh. Cool. All right. Well. Uh. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Lick my pussy. <laughs>